Concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% pain And 100% reason to remember the name Winston 101 This interview is brought to you by Regina Rolling Robot Tours A Segway tour through the beautiful Wascana Park Not only are they fun to ride The tour showcases the beauty and history that we have in Regina. Go check them out at www.rrrtours.ca. This interview is also brought to you by Carmichael Outreach. This is a charity that I've supported ever since I was little, when I donated the toys and clothes that I no longer used. Carmichael Outreach has many programs that are used to help end poverty and homelessness. Check out their website at www.carmichaeloutreach.ca to see how you can help. My goal is to figure out the tips and tricks of professional football players and also give you a glimpse into their personal and professional lives. In this episode, I talked to Brandon Bridge, an up-and-coming quarterback that goes by the nickname Air Canada. Currently, Brandon is the only Canadian quarterback in the CFL and is playing as a backup for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. In 2017, he had 11 starts and was an important piece in the Riders' playoff race. Brandon and I got into a lot of conversations that you have not heard before. We talk about the bias against Canadian quarterbacks and how you should deal with it. We talk about one of the challenges that I've had with coaches telling me that I throw too hard. Brandon's taught me that my job as a quarterback is to throw the ball, and the receiver's job is to catch it. I hope he teaches you something, too. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Hey, Brandon, I'm glad we got a chance to sit down and chat. I'm glad, too. You came out and helped out at my Adam football practice before the Riders won against the BC Lions. Javon Johnson came out to our practice last week before the Riders won against the Edmonton Eskimos. I'm wondering if you want to send out one of your teammates before you guys play Winnipeg this weekend for good luck. I know. I, I, I really should. I think um, Laura should really get in contact with somebody on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and, and just pick and choose because clearly you guys have the good luck of picking what uh, Saskatchewan player to come out to guest coach. Uh, it's a pretty cool experience to have you come out and coach us. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a good, it was a real fun time. As a young quarterback, I'm very interested to talk to you about your football journey. You and Andrew Buckley are groundbreakers for Canadian quarterbacks. You decided to go and play football in the U.S. Do you think that increased your chances of playing professionally? I think it increased it drastically because the competition level in the United States is is way higher than the skill set in Canada. So I really wanted to see where I matched up with the Americans as opposed to Canadians because I felt that I was already dominating at the Canadian level at such a young age. Do you set goals? I think every day you have a goal. I have short-term goals and long-term goals that you should always try to achieve. What does the process look like? The process looks like it's getting better every day, focusing on something that I can improve on and something that's my weakness and then keeping my strengths as my strengths. How often do you review your goals? Every day. Um, You always look back and see that I get better today after a day's work. And if you got better, then next day you're looking forward to improving that goal that you have set today. So what sort of goals are you setting now? 
goals I'm setting now is just soon one day to become a full-time starter and uh, breaking down the then the long-term goal is to break down the Canadian football quarterback barrier has been so long since it's happened so I'm trying to break that wall down open up doors and opportunities for the younger generation how old were you when you set the goal to become a professional football player 12 years old why did you uh, set the goal? Because when I started playing football, I was a big fan of Michael Vick and Dante Hall at, at the time and Tom Brady, and I just wanted to be like them. So I always tried to take a little piece of everyone's game and implement it in mine. So that's what really made me want to become a football player. So what do you like about Michael Vick and Tom Brady's um, playing ability that you want to put into your playing ability? Tom Brady has that leadership, and he really has that killer mentality is that you know you're not going to beat me as long as there's time on the clock there's always a, like a chance like he has like like there's no give up in him like he uh, i don't think he'll ever bow down to anybody and then michael vick just his explosiveness his ability to make anything happen and the excitement that he brings to the game he actually he really gets fans out of his seats every time he touches the ball and that's what i like to do too can you tell me when you realized you were good enough to play professionally it was my senior year of college. Actually, you know what? It was actually earlier than that, probably. It was probably like my junior year when I got invited out to the uh, Manning Passing Academy, which is an invite only. And it's what it is that the the Manning family, so Archie Manning, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, they actually uh, hand handpick quarterbacks across the country to attend their uh, passing academy. So one, help coach, and then two, to just, you know, have a good time and have a little competition with like the what, what who who they see as the best quarterbacks in the country at the point in time. Wow, how did you get into that? Honestly, it was just playing, really. Um, it's, it's really hand-picked. Who were the hand-picked players that you played against? Um, I actually went there twice. One year it was uh, Johnny Manzo was there, uh, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, AJ McCarron, Marquise Williams was there. I mean, those just to name like a few that I can remember right now. In my other interviews, I've really got the impression about how important it was to work hard. At what point did you realize that you were up against people that were equally talented and that to be better it was going to take a lot of hard work? When I got to college, uh, the, the game kind of, at first when I was in high school, the game was very slow for me. I felt that I was really miles in, in front of like the, the talent that I was going up against. And then when I got to college, the, everyone kind of got back up to speed. And then that's when I really knew I had to really actually put in the hard work and not and not let my talent speak for it. I gotta add my hard work to my uh, God-gifted talent. So what stuff would you have to work on? Everything, you know, just can't just just can't go out there and just run around and make people miss, you know. I really gotta hone in on understanding what the defense is trying to do to you, understanding the, the playbook, understanding your personnel, understanding when to do certain things, uh, understanding when not to do certain things. Just all aspects of football, I, like I had to really kind of hone in on. You and I are similar in that we have a big gun of an arm. I've had numerous coaches ask me to not throw so hard so that the receivers could catch. What advice would you give me on that? It's always important to learn touch as a quarterback, but honestly, like a lot of quarterback coaches always told me that, well, now in the pros, like they always said they get paid too, so they get paid to catch the football. So regardless if it's hard or not, they got to they gotta catch the football. And if they have aspirations like how you and I do to go to the next level, then they got to be able to catch the ball. Obviously, for us, you always want to make it as easy as possible for the receiver, but sometimes they just, gotta just, they just have to catch the ball regardless of what it, whatever speed it's coming at. 
So having such a strong arm, how has that played to your weaknesses and strengths? Weaknesses, I feel like I can make every throw, uh, make every throw in any window. It definitely gets you in trouble sometimes to get you some interceptions in your career. But uh, in my strengths, it obviously helped me too because if I was not having that strong arm, sometimes I couldn't fit in like the window. Or if like, you know, if I didn't throw it as hard as I, as I did, it probably gotten there before that deep have gotten there so that's the main thing it's like it, it goes hand in hand it's a double-edged sword of having a strong arm it can get you in trouble by trying to think you can fit every throw in there but then also helps you because because of that strong arm you, you you can fit that throw in there so it's it's a give or take having gone through the nfl draft process what are the critical skills that a quarterback must have to be successful accuracy Understanding and comprehending a playbook very fast, leadership, and command of the huddle. What things do you do really well and what things do you need to work on? I think every day you can work on all aspects of like your game, but I think what I'm really good at is extending the play. Uh, extending the play, making people miss. You know, defenses can't run a certain defense against me. Like, they, like a lot of defense can't run man, man coverage because that, that leaves no one left for the quarterback. So if no one was there... There's no like there's no spy on me or like there's no one in like that zone. I can easily take off and make plays with like my feet. But the thing that you can work on is just understanding defense. You can never get enough about understanding your opponent and seeing what they're trying to do to you. I think those are the two things. Are there any books, websites, or pieces of equipment that that can help you understand the defense better? It's just honestly watching film, seeing the tendencies of what certain uh, DBs do. Some DBs will give it away. Uh, a lot of safeties will give away like their coverage on where they're aligned, and if they have like four down linemen, three down linemen, obviously it's going to be this type of zone, or it's going to be man coverage, or depending on what it is, and seeing where you are out on the field if you're like close to like their end zone are probably going to be a more man and blitz team if they're maybe midfield you can probably expect you know a uh, type of zone or whatnot so it's really just watching film to really be the truth and honest of that answer so w- when you're watching film what do you look for tendency like i said you look at different game tapes you see what the defense has done on first down to see what defense has done on second down what they like to do at certain parts of the field what the players are doing see how like they line up See how like a corner looks when like he's in man coverage. See how a corner looks when he's in zone coverage. Like they have they have certain tendencies the same way how we have certain tendencies and how people have to be aligned up in certain positions in certain parts of the field to so they can run this certain play. Defenses have the exact same tendencies as as an offense. My dad suggests that every day at a minimum I should do the drills that I don't like to do or that I'm not good at, like footwork or cardio, because that's the way to get better. And if I do anything else, it's a bonus. Do you agree with that suggestion? I would. I think extra work is always good. Uh, being the last man to leave the field is usually the best thing. First man there, last man to leave. That's usually the common saying for a quarterback. So I think that I would have to agree with that statement. Do you meditate? Uh, no, I don't. Have you ever tried? No, I have not tried to meditate. You should try sometime. It really helps you calm down, so... Yeah, I just got, like, I like to listen to music, if anything, to calm me down. That's my meditation right there. What sort of music do you listen to? I like to listen to some Drake. Whoever like, I'm feeling at that time. It could be some Drake. It could be uh, Lil Uzi Vert. It could be Michael Jackson. It could be Chris Brown. It could be, it could be anybody. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of all genres. I have two rituals that I do before a game. I hold mementos in my hand one at a time. 
and visualize the passes that I'm going to make in the game. And on the way to the game, I crank up Bon Jovi's Blood on Blood. It's a song about friends that are like brothers, which is how I feel with my teammates. Do you have any rituals that you do before a game? I guess the biggest ritual, I just kind of just like talk to my brother, talk to him before every game and just have a couple words. And then honestly, I just get there early. I like to get out on the field early and just, just throw the ball, get there about three hours before kickoff and throw the ball. But other than that, I don't really have too many rituals where it's like if I miss it, I'm going to have a bad game. If you could put a message on a fortune cookie, what would it say? If I could put a message in a fortune cookie, it would say yesterday's history, present is now, and the future is the untold story. So make the best of the present that you have now. Wow, that's really inspiring. What does that mean to you? It just pretty much means that you make the best of what your opportunity is now because yesterday like you can't get back. So people who dwell on the on like the past is is pretty much pointless because like you can't do anything. All you can do is focus on what you want right now and then the future isn't isn't promised. Like, you know, God might not let you wake up tomorrow. So why not make the best of the day that you have, which is today, and be the best person you can be and then if you have, if you're blessed to wake up the next day then you make that day, but you can't get back yesterday, and tomorrow's not promised. What book have you recommended or gifted most often? I haven't recommended any books, but one book I do remember when I was younger and I always read was The Million Dollar Shot. And it's actually a pretty good book. It's really about a book about a guy winning like pretty much like a lottery to take a, a free throw shot to win, like, I don't know, there's like a million dollars, something like that. And the kid was just working all throughout the book, and then he ended up making, like, the shot. So it was really kind of just making the best of your opportunity. It's called The Million Dollar Shot. What did other people think about that book? To be honest, I don't know what they thought about it. I, I knew I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good book. How did you get into it, then? I found it in the, our library, our public library. We had to do a book report. And I was just looking at books, and I honestly saw the cover of the book, and it was a guy shooting a basketball. I thought it was look pretty cool, so I picked it up and I started reading it and I really got into it. And that was the one book I really remembered. And that was honestly I was like in like the fifth grade maybe. Last year was my first year of tackle football and the coach put his son in at quarterback without any tryouts, so I played linebacker. I was disappointed at the time, but what I realize now is that it's taught me to be a better quarterback. Can you tell me about a time when something didn't work out for you and you were disappointed at the time, but now you're grateful at how it turned out? Well, I've had many disappointments, but one time I can remember was in college. It was my junior year. It was a quarterback battle between a guy who transferred from University of Virginia Cavaliers. It's a good battle. I thought I won this. I thought I won the job. I thought I played better than him. But then the coaches ended up going with him because he was a year older than me, and they said that he had more experience. Because he was older than me, he was a senior, and I was a junior. So it was disappointing, but at the time, it, it, it taught me a lot. It taught me to be patient. It taught me to be a better teammate. It taught me to continue to work on my craft. And not everything comes to you whenever you think you deserve it. You have to, you know, God will put you in situations when you're ready for them. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. Thanks. Football and CFL fans are very passionate. Can you tell me about the craziest or cutest fan moment? The craziest fan moment would probably be with Saskatchewan. Actually, just during games, like they'll say the wildest things that I can't repeat to you until you get older. But they say some crazy things during during games and before games when we walk up and then even after games. So it's some Saskatchewan fans are, are, are pretty wild, but in a good way.
If you were teaching your 10-year-old self to be a quarterback, what would you focus on? What exercises would you do? Footwork. Footwork, footwork, footwork. That's the major thing as a quarterback. You can never have, you can never get enough of the footwork. A lot of footwork drills, getting the ball out your hands quick. But mainly just that, just footwork. That's the main thing. How does footwork help you? Gets you balanced, gets you uh Everything is brought from like your feet. It's just like a boxer, like you know, like you don't punch with your upper body, you punch with your legs. Like you throw the ball with like your core, you throw the ball with your leg, you step into your throw. You don't want to use all arm, but your legs and your footwork is what really makes you an ultimate quarterback. If you watch how you move in the pocket, how you create space for you to throw the ball, that's where the good ones are become great. That's why the Tom Brady's are still able to play at the age of forty. I heard that you played uh, basketball when you were a kid. Does basketball sort of help you with footwork? I guess it just helps with kind of just conditioning and just being able to run around. And I wouldn't say footwork, really, because it has nothing really to do with the quarterback footwork, but just the athleticism and being able to run and keep up with guys. Would you recommend kids to play in a variety of sports or should they specialize? I think kids should play in whatever sport that they feel comfortable. I don't think we should ever tell a kid what sport to play because later on in life they'll actually neglect the sport and probably fall out of love with it. So I think the best thing is is that you ask the kid what he wants to play or what she wants to play, and then you support. Being a backup quarterback, what do you do to stay motivated? What do you do to show the coaches that you deserve a chance? Every opportunity you get, you just got to show it out there. Practice preparation. Just knowing that you're one play away from playing as a backup, you want to learn. You you want to learn from the good and the bad of what the starter does. And, you know, like I think that's what I've been doing a lot. I've been privileged to play with Kevin Glenn pretty much my whole career. So seeing what he does well, I, I, I take. And then learning from what he, he doesn't do well, which isn't very much. Cause, you know, he's a great quarterback. I think he's a Hall of Famer. But I think just seeing what he, whatever he does and then just taking it and then obviously implementing my own piece of the, of the game or my own piece of the puzzle and just doing that. How has he helped you become a better quarterback? He's helped me become a better person, a better quarterback by, you know, just understanding the game, understanding like the defense, like understanding on why this ball didn't go there or why we should go here or if this person does that, then you have to put the ball here. Just pretty much understanding like the game. He's been around it for like 16 or 17 years now. Obviously, he's seen it all. So whatever he says is obviously going to be good advice. You take it, you let it you let it sink in, and like you learn from it. He's actually helped me a lot, a whole lot. I really do appreciate Kevin a whole lot. When you're competing for a position, how do you make sure that you're a team player? You're, you're actually a team player by giving it your all, by being a competitor. I know for us, like we don't want someone to – to pretty much like short, short end like the like the drill or short straw like the drill. I mean, like by, by, by not giving like it's all. I think as a competitor, you really want the best out of like your teammates to to make you be better. Because if you're lackadaisical, then the other person will be lackadaisical, and you're not helping like the team in any way. So I think you, you help the team by giving it your all and being being the best player that you can be, and that will push his level of game up to a a, a higher level and it will make your team a whole lot better. Beside yourself, which current or past quarterbacks would you recommend young quarterbacks to study or emulate? I think the one number one quarterback I think right now one should look at is Aaron Rodgers. I think he does it the best right now. I think he's the LeBron James of football right now. I think Tom Brady is the Kobe Bryant of football. 
Uh, but um, right now, I think Aaron Rodgers, he does it well. He can escape the pocket. He has great pocket movement. He can throw at all angles. He can throw from sidearm to upright. He he does it all. I think that's what it is. I think if number 12 is behind center for the Green Bay Packers, I think they always have a chance of going the distance. Obviously, with Tom Brady, with his killer mentality, your step on the throat mentality, not giving anyone a, a, a chance. Uh, I think that's what a lot of kids need to really take in that, you know, like you don't really want to celebrate or showboat too early because obviously that's what happened in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons were up by 24 points, something like that, and they thought they had it won. But, you know, if there's still time on the clock, there's always a chance. And I think that's what you got to really take. So I'd say Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are the two guys that people need to emulate their game after. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, what do you look at that you want to implement into your football career? Like I just said, uh, the, the killer mentality, the, the command, the respect of your teammates, the, the will to win, the confidence that they Im- impose, and just the, the whole quarterback, how like, they appreciate the game and like, respect the game and play it at the highest level. And they just do it to the best of their abilities regardless of the time or what you know if they're winning or they're down they're going to be getting the same type of player greatness often comes from being different than the crowd is there anything that you do or think that other people don't agree with or goes against current teachings the only thing that i would say is i actually do agree with it i i obviously agree within the system of what the coaches are trying to do but I feel that because I'm a different player, I, I can bring different things to the, to the table. I think that, you know, certain rules on like a play can be altered due to the fact that, due to the fact of what I can do. Over the years, I've had some good and some not so good coaches. Who has been the best coach that you've ever had? The best coach I've ever had, his name was Manfred Sittman. He was my coach when I was in uh, the 10th grade. That was, that was my favorite coach of all time. What made him a good coach? Treated me like I was his son. He actually cared. I wasn't just like another, you know, football player to him. Uh, he actually cared about his players. He had to care about, you know, what he was doing, even though what he was doing was voluntary. And he actually uh, took as if like he was actually getting paid for it, as if it was like a job. And it meant a lot to him. He, we also won championships together, so that also helped. Yeah, I won my first championship with him. So, And he actually just believed in me and understood that, I wasn't, even though that I wasn't the same like other players, like I was way more experienced. He still treated me as if I was the same player as them. Like I had no special treatment. He didn't care what I, what I did. So that was the best part about him. Football and life can be tough and have challenges. What keeps you going through those tough times? What do you tell yourself? I guess the thing that what it is is that if it doesn't kill you, it only make you stronger. Tough times don't last, but tough, tough people do. So that's, that's the main thing. If I'm a tough guy, I got to be tough and weather the storm. What is it about that that motivates you? What motivates me is trying to be the best, definitely. And then obviously giving other people opportunity. Uh, I didn't understand how big the Canadian quarterback was in the CFL and how long it's been. So that's really motivating me. I really want to be that Jackie Robinson that you know would break down the door and open up doors for a lot of the Canadian quarterback. just want to be that person that would just lay the first stone for other Canadian quarterbacks to lay their stone after me and, and put their mark in the CFL as a Canadian quarterback. Now we will get into some rapid-fire questions. What is your morning routine? Brush my teeth, go to work. 
What time do you get up? About 7.20 a.m. What has been your best purchase that you've made under $150? It's a pair of Van sneakers. Why has that been the best? Because they look amazing. It's a uh, swag, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear the word success, who do you think about? Tom Brady. To you, what defines success? Like, why is Tom Brady a success? I'm raising success because he, whatever his goal was, he was able to reach it and accomplish that goal. Whether, obviously, I don't know what his goals were. Probably, hit, like, his goals was to be the best quarterback in the NFL, be the best pick that the Patriots ever picked up. A, a, a kid's success can just be, you know, being able to just get, like, a good grade on, like, a certain test, like a math test or a science test. Like, then that's success. Like, at, at any point in time, whatever your goal was, if you're able to accomplish it, then you're success. Do you think you're a success? Yeah, I think I'm blessed. I think I'm successful. Every day I wake up, I'm blessed to play the game. I'm, I'm, I'm a successful guy. What has been your favorite memory as a player? Championships. Well, I want to thank you for your time, Brandon. Where is the best place for people to get a hold of you? Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. What's uh, your Twitter uh, n name? or? It is air underscore Canada underscore seven. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, man, you too. Keep on killing it, man.